Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of punting advice on the 2019 AFL season. Um, and it's a big introduction across the uh, the ocean to The Logical One. Good afternoon, Mug. Uh, it is afternoon over there in Bali. Uh, good that you can join us. We've had a few technical difficulties, but I think we've got there. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, we've had listeners from Indonesia, but this is firstly, yeah, definitely a first attempt at a, at a podcast from Indonesia. Absolutely, mate. And um, yeah, been been trying to pick up a few waves. I'm, I'm looking out my hotel window right now as we speak, and uh, the the swell is absolutely macking. It's uh, it's huge over here at the moment in Bali. No one could really surf yesterday in Karamas and uh, come over here to Changu today and I can tell you there is no one out. It is uh, it is way too big, even for you, I think, logical one. Too big for you. That's not, that's not the rumours I'm hearing. I'm hearing it with smoking at Karamas yesterday and you were too scared to dip your toe in. <laughs> Oh, might have been a bit of that as well. But uh, Logical, it's been a little while since we caught up. Um, maybe talk to the listeners about how you got on last week at the Hall of Fame. Who was on your table? Uh, who did you have the um, pleasure to, uh, to to change some pleasantries with? And um, was there anyone uh, of interest that you managed to run into? Yeah, on my table we had Jake Nile. He was, he was late, fashionably late. I think he got through after the first or second inductee was inducted. Um um, Mark Stevens, um, and Nicole Livingston, she was lovely, um, and also Tony Woods, who was my uh, host. Um, on the uh, other table next to me, had, we had the great Cooter, uh, great player that he was, and his um, lovely wife, who did not want to be there one bit. But I don't think she got off her phone all night, so that was uh, that was an interesting watch. Um, wasn't too much communication going on between those two. Um, and then, and then the inductees, we had Malthouse, we had Hardy, we had Hunter, uh, we had Trevor Barker. Um, so we had some good inductees, and, and, and Hardy was probably the highlight of the show for me. He, he spoke really well and um, had a good story that I didn't really know. Ah, excellent, mate. And uh, like I said last week, absolute uh, feather in your cap to get invited to that one. Well, uh, mate, we it is a bit difficult across the phone. You're in uh, you're in Melbourne, Australia. I'm in um, Changu, Bali. So uh, it's a little bit difficult to to hear on the phone there a little bit. So um, we might just quickly grab some uh, bad beats and a, and a betting betting review from yourself, and then we'll jump into uh, this week's action. Yeah, just the six games last week. Um there were a few blowouts, so I think probably the bad beat of the, the round was if you'd backed Collingwood one to thirty nine, um, and uh, Matt Gorn was lining up. Um, I think uh, after the siren, I'm not sure uh, was it after the siren or just before the siren, um, the kick of gold put uh, Collingwood back into that one to thirty nine range, and as he usually dropped it from his from his pectoral range, and it took about three seconds to get to his foot, and uh, he, missed the, he missed the goal. So. Um, <laughs> got a bit of a history doing that so that's that that one's a pretty probably the bad day of the weekend um and then um uh my tips um i was on gold coast plus or first half neither of those no good so they, they just didn't show up um they got blown away um then i said uh, crows head to head or plus seven and a half um they played they played well helped with the laid out of green which was a good mail from the obnoxious one um and also had a laid out there, Lynch. I think you went the other way when you heard that info. Yep. Um, and then, and then, then the one unit, the plus and half unit Melbourne uh, uh, line and head to head, and um, 
you know, I thought they didn't play terribly. They, they probably had some chances to get closer near near the end of the game, but they just kicked really poorly, and you know, they didn't probably really deserve to get there anyhow. Um, but they're a bit of a frustrating side at the moment. Yep, and uh, f- for me, it was um, just the the small nomination on the forty plus uh, on Geelong that I put out there on Twitter. Uh, took a little bit of my own advice on that one, and um, when I heard the news for Asprey and Vlost- uh was Asprey and- no Asprey and Ellis. Uh, um, took a little bit of forty plus there, so that was a nice little uh, four dollar twenty five, and um, and then yeah, dropped uh, dropped one on the Giants. I, I was going to stay away from it, but uh, when Tom Lynch was out, uh, I watched that game with Melbourne Adelaide last week, and I thought Tom Lynch along with Cal, um, Cam Ellis Yolman were the two best players on the ground. So when he was out, I, I was I was happy to uh, to give that one a little nudge. Didn't come up. Um, so again, another flat weekend for the mug. I just uh, can't seem to break this uh, run of flat weekends, but hoping to do it this weekend. Are you ready to do some games, Logical? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, mate, let's do it. Okay, so we'll roll straight into it. On Thursday night, Thursday night footy is back. Uh, Adelaide Crows hosting the Tigers. Uh, Crows $1.28 and Richmond Tigers $3.75, making the Crows a 24.5 point favourite. Um, already, uh, this has to be the Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week because this one has this one's moved about six points in the space of this afternoon. Logical, talk to us about it because I know you're a little bit excited about this one. Have the Tigers got anyone left? That's the question. They, um, they've lost Cochin and Edwards today. Um, they already had Asprey out and they also had their long-term injuries. Um, they've got some soreness in Boston. Um, Dusty's got a cork thigh slash doesn't look like he's really interested very much. Some of his efforts late last week weren't great. Um, it's... You know, the Tigers, when they've been getting beaten this year, they have been getting blown away. Um, it opened up eight and a half, eight and a half or, you know, it was 18 and a half to start of today. Uh, it's gone off, um, but I still I still could only be on the minus, I think. Um, possibly a little bit of rain around, but I think it's, it's, it's probably looking okay. Um, that would be the only thing that would turn me off this minus, but otherwise, yeah. For me, I'd be putting up a unit minus 24 and a half here yeah. on Adelaide. Okay, good, mate. And um, I uh, I had written down no bet for this game. I thought 18.5 was about where it should be. Um, but uh, with the injury news and what have you, um, I'll, be, uh, I'll, be, I'll be happy to follow the logical in on this one. Uh, as long as there's not too much weather, uh, I guess that, that is a little bit of a concern. Um, but, uh, but good stuff. There's, uh, there's a tip up from uh, logical straight away. Uh, we might just keep rolling straight in. Uh, game two, Friday night, is at Marvel Stadium. Essendon are taking on the Hawks. The Bombers are $1.72 and the Hawks two fifteen, making the Bombers a uh, five-and-a-half-point favourite. I think with this one, you could make a you could make a case for either team on this one, I think. Um, Essendon, I think you're going to get some personnel back. Logical, you can talk to this one in a moment. I think Orazio, uh, Stringer, potentially Shield come back in. Uh, I feel like the Hawks have had the wood over the the Dons for a little while. Better coached, um, you know, strong plan, strong strategic plan. Um, but at the same time, they don't really like Marvel Stadium that much either. You know, we, we've seen the Hawks get touched up at Marvel quite consistently, sometimes by lesser uh, rated opposition in recent times. The five and a half is sort of is is, is about what I thought it would be. So no betting for me at this stage. But logical, you might have something different for us. What do you see? 
Yeah, like when I looked at the ratings of both these teams, yeah, I'd rate them very similarly. Similarly, that's where they will be getting that out. Um, and I was quite keen on the Hawks, but then I thought about it a bit further, and I thought yeah, Marvel Stadium probably suits Essendon a little bit more than Hawthorne, probably giving him one or two points there for Essendon. Um, and then there, as you as you suggested, the the, the the cattle that they're getting back this week, Shield, Fantasia, and um, Stringer. Uh, really adds to them. Um, both sides are not playing terribly, not playing great. They've been a bit, bit up and down, sort of consistently average. Don't get excited about either of them this season. Um, so, yeah, as you say, for me, no pet again here. Yep, okay. All right, and, uh, mate, if you're happy to keep rolling, we'll just keep rolling into the games where uh, we've got some, some data issues and so forth here, so we this might be our quickest podcast yet today. Um, but uh, we'll roll straight into the, the third game, and it's the early one on the Saturday. It's the Gold Coast Suns uh, taking on the St. Kilda Saints. The Gold Coast Suns, $2.30 versus the Saints, $1.62, making the Saints an 8.5 point favorite and I might just have to rephrase from calling them the Gold Coast Suns and perhaps should they be known by their new name as the Townsville Suns uh, because this one is up in Riverway Stadium. Logical, talk to us about Riverway Stadium. What does that mean to you and uh, have we played football here before? Um, I don't think we have. We've, we've had fans in Cairns um, I don't think we had a game then last year, so this could be. Is this the first time? It could be the first time. Could very well be. Yeah, and I think similarly to the Cam game, um, it's probably a slight advantage to Gold Coast because they have to travel there, um, and a slight home crowd advantage. Um, but it's not not the same advantage that they would have at Metricon. Mm. Um, so for me, I'd be probably saying Gold Coast get four points or so as a home ground advantage here. Um, so uh, if you're saying that, you're sort of saying that the Kilda are, are, are 12 and a half points better than better, better than Gold Coast. Um, both teams are playing really poorly at the moment, especially since Kilda came off a terrible loss last week, but they're probably good for the break. Gold Coast has been hanging in games, they're getting blown away late, but even just horrible from the start last week. It's a game that you really, really for me, I just can't get involved in. Um, I probably rated St Kilda, you know, a little bit bit stronger favourites than what they are, but I haven't got a lot of interest in the game myself, so I won't be betting. Yeah, okay, and uh, and I think I might have to have a bet on this one. Logical. I, I've watched the Suns pretty closely for the last couple of weeks, and uh, really feel like they're limping to the bye, and. Uh, and I feel the Saints, um, I give them a bit of a mulligan for that one last week in uh, Shanghai. Um, just feel that, uh, you know, the sickness and flying pe- people over late, their preparation was never uh, never anywhere near the standard. Um, I think having a week off, resting up, and uh, Gold Coast uh, really limping towards the line. Um, I'm going to be having a little pop at that one. I, I think the Saints are good there, so I'll be, uh, I'll be having a go there at the, at the St Kilda line. Yeah, cool. I, I couldn't turn you off. Like, things... I think spirits but have to be lifted around St Kilda at the moment too because I hear Jack Stevens back at training, Carlisle's not far away, Annabry's been training, um, playing playing in the, in the VFL again this week, and so there's a bit happening there. So they're probably 
you know, they've got a bit of positivity around the club as well. So, no, I wouldn't be turning, turning you off that one. Okay. All right, well, let's roll straight into Game 4 because um, it's Saturday twilight for the Eastern States, but it's the traditional time slot for... Uh, for the Perthians, uh, it's Fremantle taking on the Power. A dollar seventy-two for Fremantle. Port Adelaide Power at two dollars fifteen, making Frio a four and a half point favourite. And they're going to absolutely love Saturday afternoon uh, football over there in Perth. Um, I am struggling with this game a little bit logical because uh, I am, look. I, I rate Fremantle and Port Adelaide fairly similar potentially have Fremantle slightly ahead. So with that in mind, um, with all the home ground advantage, I'm leaning towards Fremantle. Now, can you talk me out of this? Is this, is this am I thinking the wrong way? Do you rate Port Adelaide differently? Um, or are you seeing something that I'm not? Well, when I first looked at the game, I thought exactly the same as you. I thought I'd probably rate it three hours equal or better than Port, home ground advantage, bang. Four and a half, get involved. But they've lost Alex Pierce, all Australian backman, and they've lost their ruckman Lob. Um, that concerned me when I heard that. And then Port possibly getting some players back. I don't know about Charlie Dixon, um, you know Rockliffe, uh, a few of these guys. Uh, I'm probably waiting for team to see if any of those came back. If they didn't, then I'd have to go with you. But at this stage, I'm not having a bet. Okay. And talk to me about Lob. Um, information, uh, you know, just relying on Wi-Fi that's not the best over here. What happened? Um, I saw something in the media saying that he was he was not right or something. What, what's what's going wrong with him? Because he finished the game, if I'm not mistaken, in the in the Collingwood game. Yeah, I think it's foot foot injury. It might be stress fractures of the foot. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, so it could be out for quite a while. Okay. Um, and Pierce, yeah. And All Pierce, right. obviously, the ankle went well, down. Um, there's, there, is, there is possible surprise selection. Um, they're talking about maybe Harley Bennell. Yes, your man. I saw that um, coming yeah. back in. So uh, that would be a that that would be huge, wouldn't it? Um, I guess yeah, r- real, yeah. real risk if he could actually get through a full game of the cut and thrust of AFL. But, um, but yeah, yeah that's... Yeah, if he was fit, he'd be, he would definitely add to the team. But, um, yeah... I don't think they'll be risking him just yet. Okay, so maybe a market watch on that, on that one. I, I'm keen on yeah. the. I'm keen on Frio myself, um, but let's just have a look at teams. Let's have a look at that market. I think there might be a bit of money around for Port, so potentially we even get a better line, and, and maybe we can just hop into the uh, the head to head on that one. Yep. Yep. All right, mate, we're going to keep rolling. Uh, it's the, the, what do we got? Saturday night game. Uh, Carlton Blues at Marvel Stadium are hosting the Dogs. Uh, the Blues are $2.55 there, and the Dogs $1.52, making the Dogs a 12.5-point favourite. Now, I didn't have, I you know, just on the little rankings that I do here, Logical, I, I don't have... Um, I don't have them that that long. I've got them a bit shorter than that. Um, but um, but I so just saying that you're saying the dogs should be your favourites or, or less of a favourite. Less of a favourite, I think. Uh, I think they've uh, okay. overestimated the dogs there uh, a little bit. That's just my uh, my feeling on it. Um, so I guess based on my rankings, if I if I was going to be on anything, I'd have to be on Carlton. But at the same time. Um, 
I feel there's a real come down factor coming for the Blues here. And um, and the Dogs have rested up and uh, they should be raring and ready to go. They were pretty good in the first half against um, Eagles the other day. And if they had a kick straight, they would have been right in that one. Um, what are you seeing here? Yeah, you're right. Uh, I agree. They were really good against West Coast early. They've lost their last three. But before that, they were quite good. They, they beat Richmond and, they, um, and beat Brisbane. Weren't too bad against Geelong? Yeah, they were pretty good against Geelong. Um, lost to the Kangas, which wasn't ideal. Um, and then, and okay, West Coast first half. I think they're a far better side than, than Carlton. I've I got a feeling the market may move a bit more to Carlton. Um, I, I only want to be on the dogs here. I don't want to be on the Blues. If it moves a bit further, I'd be probably getting on, on, the, on the dogs here for myself. Okay, good, mate. And is there a number there that you've sort of got in, in the back of your mind that you want to be on? Uh, sorry, what's the? Who are you referencing from? Oh, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, logical. Yeah, the the market is coming from Bet Three Six Five this week, so just pulled these numbers straight off the Bet Three Six Five app. Of course, we're talking yeah. with the fifteen out of fifteen year winner, the thirteen out of fifteen re, uh, return on investment. Um, yeah, so that market is coming courtesy to you from um, Bet Three Six Five minus twelve point five. Yeah, I think if we got to ten, I'd be into the into the dogs. Okay. All right, so uh, yeah. so market watch uh, for that one, uh, and nothing for the mug yep. on, on on that particular game. All right, and then we're already here. We come to the last game of the round. Um, it's the Sunday Mid Arvo game. It's North Melbourne are taking or hosting, I should say, the Giants down in Hobart in Blundstone Arena. So an important piece of information there. Uh, North Melbourne are two dollars forty five, and the Giants are a dollar fifty six making the Giants only a 10.5-point favourite. Logical. Can the Giants bounce back and, uh, and I guess, take on the new coach and uh, the, the brotherly love? Can, uh, can, can Heater get one back up on Reese or, uh, or what are you seeing here anyway? How are your connections over in Bali? Do we, do we know if Toby's back this week? Well, you were, you were ahead of the game there last week. Yeah, we were really ahead of the game. We got a bit of uh, a bit of abuse too when he got named on the Thursday night. But um, I went back what to the you? I went back to the source and uh, and just said, mate, this guy's been named, and he said, trust me, one hundred percent, this guy isn't playing. So uh, so that turned out to be pretty good information in the end. So little. Uh, Little dip of the hat there to the obnoxious one. Good information. The information that I have, um, and and did I, did I see Mug that uh, you were baiting Tom Morris on Twitter, and um, did he did he block you? <laughs> it was uh, it was Tom Brown actually. Yeah, no, we let, let Tom. It was about three days behind the play, old Tom Brown. We let we, we, we let the listeners know. We let the listeners know on Tuesday. He was only letting them know on about Thursday. <laughs> No, I think it was one of the other. I think it was skeptic. Uh, it was one of the other Melbourne supporters. I think that got blocked. Um, but, uh, okay. but yeah, um, but uh, the word on the street. I, everyone keeps talking about his knee. But uh, the information that I have from our sources is that it's not his knee at all. He, he's got a calf problem, and that calf will hold him out for two to three weeks. So, uh, yep. so yeah. So this talk about Toby Green playing. Um, Look, it's, I, I can't be as uh, categorical as we were last week, but um, but based on the information that I received last week, I don't think he will play. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, all right. Well, um, well knowing that uh, and being down in um, 
in um, in Blundstone down in Hobart. Uh, for me, I had GWS rated uh, a bit higher than what this uh, what the odds here suggest. Um, yep. But I will not be having a bet. Yeah, and I was exactly the same as you. I had the GWS rated a bit shorter than uh, than, than what they should be, but. Uh, I've written down North is the pick uh, from a. Uh, I guess if you if you had if you absolutely put my arm behind my back and said you know you you have to have a bet either way which way will it be it would be the North Melbourne line, but uh, at the same time I've also written here no bet. Yeah, I think um, I think for me what's three six five there ten and a half um, with home ground advantage there that's saying that the GWS are about an eighteen and a half point better side than North. Um, and now North are a tricky one. They haven't proved a lot. They're one of the big movers in the ratings in the recent recent weeks. Um, so that that combined with no Toby Green, DRS um, not going great away from home for a few games. Um, you know, I'll just I just don't think I could I'll be on anyone there unless 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 of course GOs get back they might chime into North Melbourne or something like that. Yep. Okay, very good. All right, mate. Well, that brings us to the end of the round. Uh, short but sweet today because it's only the six, uh, six games again. Maybe if you just want to fill us in with a bit of betting review of, uh, of who you're into this week and, um, and then I'll do mine and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, but uh, you're very short with the six games and you sunning yourself over in Bali. Um, <laughs> so I think we'll go through it. Uh, go through, um, I've put up the one unit on Adelaide at the minus. Um, and... Uh, for me, uh, that's it. I think I was market watch on the Carlton Doggies game, and I think I was market w- and team watch on the um, Freo Coelho game. Yep, very good, mate. And uh, and for myself, I'm putting one up on the Saints. Uh, think think the Gold Coast are looking a bit uh, a bit tired, so uh, I'll have a go at the Saints. And um, and I was keen on Fremantle based. Uh, you've scared me off a little bit, but I think that's a good shout. Let's just wait till teams and uh, and have a look at that. And if we end up pulling the trigger. Uh, or if if, me, if if the mug or logical pulls the trigger, we'll let you know on the Fremantle Dockers. Um, and then that was it for me as well. Um, all right, listeners, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up then. Uh, thanks so much again for all your um, support and feedback. Uh, at barefooter at barefoot punter one on Twitter, so uh, you can find us there. You can communicate with us there if you want to ask some questions or whatever it is. Um, will the listeners will the listeners will the mug be back in Melbourne next week? The mug will be back on Sunday, so we'll be back to your uh, your usual broadcasting. Uh, hopefully, the the line yep. is a little bit clearer. Again, apologies for the uh, for the broken line as we transmit here over in Bali, but. Still wanted to get the podcast out for the listeners no matter what. Uh, I've just got my third Bintang sitting next to me here that is looking very empty now. So I'm going to head down poolside, get myself another one of those and uh, and enjoy the rest of my holiday. Um, but enjoy the football kicking off this Thursday night. Um, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.